Episode number 38. My name is Andy Buscemi. Uh, joined by the mythical legend himself, Mr. Neil Urban. Neil, what's up? Oh, I'm I'm here. Um, I'm, I'm kind of sick. I've been sick uh, for the past week. Um, ever since my travels last week and just the last flight that I had, I caught something, something nasty. Um, ended up getting a, uh, a sinus infection and ear infection at the same time. 24 hours later, I only had 24 hours to rest. We had to pack up and go to Pennsylvania the next day uh, to go shoot a wedding in Pennsylvania. Um, and then I've been in bed ever since. Uh, but I'm here and, and I'm, I'm happy to be here. How you, how you been, Andy? Uh, I'm doing good, man. Thank you. And thanks for being here. That's dedication, by the way, for our listeners. <laughs> um, and listeners, if you Anything haven't, for like, you guys. Check, out, check out Neil's stuff like that. Dude, that shot that you got. First, first of all, that we were talking about it, the planning and the preparation that goes into it, and then just like the consistency. That's why you hire a professional, by the way, is like somebody going out there and, and planning and doing all that work and then coming back with like the gold. Like you came back with the gold on that. On, oh, that thank you. you thank you. you know, I, it's something that I had, I had in my mind. I really didn't know how I was going to get it or where I was going to get it or if I was going to get it. Um, but I, I ended up getting it and, um, and you know, it's, I was really happy with it. Um, when I posted the picture, one of our listeners, um, gotta give him a shout out, Andrew Wheeler. Uh, he listens in from the UK, I believe. Um, he asked, he asked a good question. If, if I had to bring in the, the big daddy for, to get that shot. And fortunately I didn't need to rent any, any lenses, um, while I was there. I, I know that, uh, weeks, uh, Leading up to up to the trip, I was thinking about running something uh, a little bit larger so I can have a wall of mountains um, behind my couple. And I showed him the metadata, and I uh, I think I shot it at 116 millimeter, so that my 200 millimeter was more than enough of what I needed to get that shot. So I was I was very happy with that, and that saved me about four to five hundred dollars. So. Um, all, all is good. All is good. But thank you for the, uh, the kind words. Absolutely. And listeners definitely like check out that shot cause it's amazing. And so like that said, Neil, with a little bit of your feeling under the weather or whatever, um, we have mm-hmm. another special guest here today <laughs> and that special guest is, uh, my intern Stephanie and Stephanie, you're like insanely excited to be on this, <laughs> to be featured on this podcast today. Isn't that right? So excited. Oh, she's so, <laughs> so excited. <laughs> well, welcome to the show, Stephanie. So uh, basically, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about like internships and why do them, why not. Uh, f- like we're going to talk a little bit about photo school and why you're going to photo school, and and we're just going to have like an open and honest conversation. We had like an awesome conversation I thought earlier today, and that's really all that that's all it needs to be. <laughs> like <laughs> as far as like the conversation goes. So like so Stephanie, like tell us a little bit about yourself, like um, a little bit of your background and what you're doing in photo school and and all that. So what's up? Um, so I'm Stephanie. Um, I recently graduated from Villa Maria after I finished this internship. Then. I'm fully graduated. Um, I took about a year or two off after high school. I went and got a business degree and then decided that the only business I would want to be in is photo. So then I transferred to Villa and 
I'm just finishing that up. Okay. So, so, so you have a, you had a business degree and then went into photo school, which mm-hmm. is kind of an interesting um, background. So what, it's a weird path, but yeah, yeah. but totally matters. <laughs> helpful, very helpful. Absolutely, um, totally matters for for what we're doing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have that business background, and then yeah. they're trying to figure it out like as they're going along, um, which is you know that's okay. But um, so. You, we, there's some advantages and disadvantages, right, to like doing photo Absolutely. school. Yeah. And uh, so, what are the now that you're at, at where you're at now? What were the most beneficial or non-beneficial things to do now that you've gone through photo school? And actually, maybe if you're talking to like from the perspective of somebody who maybe is considering going to photo school, um, why should they or why shouldn't they go? Um, um, I think it's kind of what you make of it. Um, you can really push yourself and try to do more work outside of school. You can use the resources they have. Um, but if you don't, I don't think you're going to get much out of it. If you're not pushing yourself to be yes. you know, the best. And by the way, with your interning, <laughs> as far as like you're interning with me, um, Stephanie is like doing all the right things that I feel like people should be doing in that as you've been going through school, you've actually been booking your own weddings mm-hmm. and pushing yourself forward when maybe probably a lot of your peers are just kind of like going through the program to go through the program. Yeah. I think that's hugely important what you just mentioned. Um, so can you talk a little bit about, about that, like building your own business as you've been going to school and what you've been doing to, to kind of get some of that stuff going? Um, I've just been trying to kind of market myself. Um, you know, I shot a friend's wedding put that on a website since then I've been able to book a few others and then just continually growing from there Mm -hmm. um the school projects um definitely helped look at more technical things um but I think if you're not pushing yourself to do client work while you're in school you're not going to get as much out of it as you could absolutely um especially just in terms of critiques too Mm -hmm. um you know you could do an awesome school project but if you're not also relating it to things outside of school then you know it's not going to help you much yeah um i've always thought that that's been like hugely um, important that like, and I've had an, you're actually my, which is still crazy to me, but you're my fifth intern yeah. and I don't even know how that's happened. Cause I've only been working full time for like, you know, doing this full time for five or six years anyway. Yeah. But, um, but I've talked to previous interns. It's like, there's a difference between people who take those extra steps mm-hmm. and are meeting people and networking with people and trying to book their own weddings and people that are just going through the program and just like, following what is happening you yeah. know like like you got to because at yourself. the end um, of the day you know you it's your portfolio if you're just putting in you know the school projects then that's uh, you got to gear it towards you know right what, what you want to be doing after you graduate do you think like the business school stuff has has something to do with that oh, it like, totally like, helped yeah. yeah it pushed me to be really business forward um it's kind of always on my mind more than even the technical stuff sometimes <laughs> so <laughs> it's been you know Good and bad, I guess. Okay. Um, and then, um, and so by the way, we're, I'm just kind of having this conversation with, with Stephanie, and she's here in my studio, and uh, Neil, uh, just, just feel free to pop in with any questions as, <laughs> as, as we're going along here. Um, I'm still here. I'm or, still yeah, here. <laughs> or not. It's totally, it's totally up to you. But he's, he's still there in the corner over there, propped up on my cell phone, actually, <laughs> over in the corner. I think, I think we can see you, but you can't see us unless we lean in. And then, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Um, 
Okay, so Stephanie, back on the, <laughs> back on the hot seat. By, by the way, Stephanie, was, I love being yeah, on the hot seat. I, I told her about this. I was like, "Listen, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do this this uh, podcast," and she's like, "The look of awkward shame <laughs> on my face." <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, but so seriously though, um, what are when we had this conversation like prior to like we did like a little interview mm-hmm. and you came by and we met yeah. and everything like that. Um, but what are some of your your goals that we talked about for the internship. Some of them are like, like the school wanted us to fill out a form that yeah, I guess yeah, we need yeah. to refill out. And do <laughs> yeah, we did a bad job. So we I'm refilling out the form we, again. We, we want to, we want to add a little more to this form. Um, but what are some of the, some of the goals that we had uh, in terms of like, what do you want to try and get out of this internship? And like, maybe even like, what have you received from it so far? Or what haven't you? Because some things, let's be honest. Some things, like in an internship, you're going to already know, especially because I think you're a little bit more advanced and you are booking your own weddings. Uh-huh. There are some things that are just like, I already know this stuff. You, you know, like you well, already, you to know. To an extent, yeah. I mean, I don't mind kind of going over it in a different perspective. Um, that's actually been like one of the struggles with school is just um, everyone thinking that I already know so much. True. And then, you know, that's not pushing me as further because I'm further along than some of the other students. It was kind of backfiring to me because Mm -hmm. it was a lot of positive feedback whereas i was looking for more constructive constructive criticism criticism and things to push me forward yeah you had mentioned that before too just with like getting critiques on work like it's not helpful if um if you're just hearing oh that photo's amazing oh that's great yeah that's not gonna do anything for me (laughs) exactly and by the way that's that's a winning attitude (laughs) that's a winning attitude to like to like want to know hey what can i do better as opposed to great my photo looks great you can always (laughs) do you can always do more yeah (laughs) um okay so but like in terms of like the internship like what goals do do, do you have like like to maybe get better at throughout it like what, um, what did, did you want to and we're like what are we like a third of the way into it oh maybe? yeah we're like 30 hours into 130 hours okay so Got this 100 is... hours left with me <laughs> unfortunately okay <laughs> so what if we uh, look what do we want to accomplish by the end you know some um, of the things that we talked about my main things were definitely like technical lighting type things um a lot of what i've shot so far has just been me kind of winging it and hoping for the best so by the, by the way it's always you know, winging it yeah right? so, <laughs> um that kind of stuff and then also just client um kind of communication interactions and stuff like that because i'm definitely socially awkward yeah so but so, so here's the thing to know, uh. <laughs> she says that neil she says that that she's very socially awkward and, and there's there's this playful side of social awkwardness to her that she kind of like plays up but isn't she like totally like well spoken and everything like that just even listen yeah sounds great to me i mean that's that's the thing that like so many people don't have that that i mean i'm serious like so many people have the ability to have that communication that's honest and so many and a lot of people just don't yeah and you're somebody that that does and that matters in our business for for um you know who what clients want to end up working with us or not right yeah. So, um, uh, that said, what was what was the last thing that I asked you there? Did I? Oh God. Uh, um, goals. We got goals. Yes. <laughs> yes. Back to that question. Goals. goals. Lighting techniques. Lightning techniques. Uh, networking. All those kind of things. 
Okay. Then pretty much on my and, front. And I could get my list out. Okay. No, 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 that's okay. But what, okay, so how about this? Have you learned anything yet? Anything um, at all? Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially editing too. I've obviously been editing some of your stuff. So, um, Lightroom. Yay. Right. <laughs> that's so, been really helpful. So prior to this, um, I just asked you today actually, and I didn't even know this, um, we've been diving into you know Lightroom and editing full weddings and everything like that. And prior to today, you've just been doing Photoshop. Pretty much. I mean, I've used Lightroom, but at school, we probably spend about an hour and a half on Lightroom right. for the whole two years. So yeah, that's something <laughs> they should probably do a little more of. <laughs> probably. So now, so wait a minute. Okay, so the school is isn't teaching you Lightroom now. Oh, so um, I mean, they, they go over it. Um, they go over it very briefly. Um, they probably dive into it more. I am only going for my associates, so maybe bachelor program they dive into it more. I don't, I don't know. I don't think they do. But um, <laughs> it's basically Photoshop. Yeah, that's pretty much what they're using. Um, Lightroom is on all the computers, and we're allowed to you know play around with it and do do our thing if we want to use it, but. In terms of actually going through with class, about a class on it. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's because Neil has this look of confusion on his it face, is. and and I don't, I'm confused. And, and I don't blame him. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm very confused. And and so like, why wouldn't schools do that? Because so here's the thing, I think a lot of these photo programs that currently exist are really based around like the art world. Yeah, and it's more fine art driven. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, it's definitely not an business there's there's some business classes you obviously came and talked in one of ours um but it's more of the technical art side right for sure and i think that there's a lot of <sighs> hang up on that rather than teaching so so stephanie has the, the business school she went to business school but which is kind of you know i feel like a lot of like my peers like other students i was in classes with that's what they really wanted to learn and they couldn't so they'd be asking me questions and i'm like you know, well, <laughs> yeah. I'm not an expert, yeah. but, you know. Yeah, I think that's the thing with, with photo programs is they really need to add but, some more businessy yeah. things oh, in there. 100%. And because there's not a lot of that in there. And, and yes, we want to be fine art photographers and then yeah. use that skill set to make beautiful work. But, mm-hmm. but there's a, and, you know, I've even had this conversation with some people out here. There's a, there's actually a great photo program at RIT, Rochester Institute of Technology. And I've sp- spoken to a lot of other photographers who have hired um, people out of RIT, for example. And they might be really good at getting those artistic shots, but they really don't have an idea of how to work under a fast paced yeah. pressure environment. And um, and are lacking like the business skills, you yeah. know, side of things. The multitasking um, and all of that. Mm-hmm. It's things that I feel like they should really have like a whole class on. To right. be honest with you, because that's and I've th- always worked multitasking jobs like mm-hmm. all throughout college and everything. So yeah, that's. Because know, isn't helpful. that the real world, yeah. right, Neil? Like, how much of your time is spent taking photos? You know, is it? <laughs> What percentage of time of, of your business is actually spent taking photos? It's like five, uh, about five to ten percent. Yeah, five to ten percent. So, so it's so funny because like the the photo program yeah. is, is the complete opposite, right? It because is. It's, very, it's like eighty percent driven. Yeah, by, for, by art. Yeah. Right, and then maybe like the five to ten percent is tacked yeah, on. I mean, at the end. totally opposite of the real world. Yeah, you know, um, but 
I'm not saying that it's totally maybe some people no, want that. No, I mean, that, we definitely, we had, uh, you know, a, a basic um, business class. We had the um, ASMP book and all that and mm-hmm. went through that. That's um, good. Yeah. I, I think the most helpful things were just having, like, photographers actually come in and talk, like, when you talked. And we had um, a couple other photographers, too. And mm-hmm. that's more helpful than... I think the technical stuff because it's the real world. It's real and, world. You yeah. know that's. Mm-hmm. So that's you know. but that's good that that so the internship and then those talks and those <laughs> the real world yeah. experience I feel like those are the most beneficial. Absolutely. Right. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So, so okay, okay. No, now um, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Neil's still now, scratching uh, his head. We still, <laughs> there's, there's still this look of like his uh, forehead scrunched uh, together. But go no, ahead. no. I, I, I kind of want to go back and it's where she touched base about how they teach more fine art photography. It's more fine art driven. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, I think when I think fine art, I think of uh, pushing the boundaries of the rules, um, getting really artistic, and for. <laughs> I think that fine art is more subjective. So how do you grade something that's subjective in fine art? Who says something is fine art just yeah, because... It's a million-dollar question. You know, that's a great I, I, question. So, I would love to have an answer to that. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm just throwing this out there because I did I did take a couple courses in, in photography programs, um, in college, and I, I don't tell many people this, but you know, I'm just going to go out there and, and say this: I failed. I failed a photography course in college. Yes, you he- heard it here first. Um, and and here I am writing books and, and traveling the world doing photography. Um, and you know, I, I took I took my work that I was creating in photography in that photography class that I failed, and I took it to some of my other. Um, my other professors at the time, and I said, you know what, tell me what you think. And they said, okay, this is, you know, this is probably a B, B plus work. And, but yeah, I, I, I ended up failing it. And so I, I kind of have this little, little gripe against photography school and photography classes because it is subjective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I also failed a design course. Um, and I took, I took that to my other professors and they said, you know, this is a C, C plus work. And so I, I'm just kind of getting, you know, how did, like, did you experience anything like that? Of, oh, yeah. That you had like really, really good work that you felt really strong about uh, and you received positive feedback from people that you really, really trusted, but then you didn't get a good score. Um, yeah, there's definitely that. Um, I was actually the really annoying student that would regrade projects that I got 97s on because I wanted to know why I lost those, you know, three points. three extra points. But um, <laughs> <laughs> still an A, but whatever. <laughs> um, I think that is a gripe with um, photo schools. It's probably, I'd put that in the negatives, is, um, you know, you could have one teacher that's very technical and one teacher that's very, you know, explorative I guess and um, mm-hmm. you'd receive different grades from each teacher and it is kind of of who who has the right say and that kind of thing mm-hmm. um, you know yeah so I mean so, I think a lot it's funny because you said what when you first said that Neil um, about um, 
don't you think that the fine art is exploring and pushing and that kind of thing? I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, uh, actually, a lot of those schools, like, we uh, have to follow the rules. Yeah, a lot of them is is all about, like, like, this is what the rule of thirds is. This is, this is, you know, these are different tones, you know, and it's all like this very straight technical stuff. And then like, then at the end, like when you're in the last class, you try and push things like the smallest little bit, Yeah, you know, and it's like, so Mm -hmm. I think that's again, is the opposite. And maybe that's why, you know, it is what you just said, Neil is like, it is 100% subjective. And you know, you want to talk about the philosophical conversation Mm -hmm. about what good art is versus what bad art is. Uh, This is, this is hits home to me real hard. And it's the idea that, um, you know, first of all, number one, that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. That's the first part of that. So really good art is good art that is good for something. You know what I mean? Like you have to be talking about like, what is it good for? Um, Like, for example, and I say this, I'm actually talking to you right now as like a former music teacher, to be honest, because this was a conversation that we had when I was going to school to become a music teacher. Um, and, and one of the things that really st- stuck with me is like, say that there's a kid playing acoustic guitar in his parents' bedroom and to like nine out of 10 people, they would listen to it and they would say, oh, that music is terrible. Like, it's just terrible music. It's just not good music. But to that kid who is playing this terrible acoustic guitar in his bedroom, it's this amazing, beautiful mm. thing that like transforms his life. Well, if it's good for him, then the art is good. You know, like, like it's, you can't just say that it's because at the end of the day, humans, we as humans are consumers of this art. So it's good for different situations. And I really think beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And there's no definite, this is good, this is bad. It just doesn't exist in our world other than we have some ideas that's, that some people in the art world agreed on and said, hey, this, this is generally cool, but that doesn't mean anything. And, and you, who's to say that you can't create a revolution with a new style of work that, um, that people follow? You know? And, and you know, I, have, I just have to say, like, I, I had no idea about that, um, Neil, with your, those classes or whatever, but you have <laughs> created like, this, this style and following in a way that other people have not. You know, in this in this way that like you have these people that follow you and follow your work, and it's like um, I don't know. There's, and I'm not just saying that to say it. Like, like literally, like like it is. It's something that when you push yourself and you have your own idea and your own vision, and people can find it. If you can find the people that appreciate that, then you've you've created your own little world there, and you've done that, which is beautiful. And Bob Ross has, too. We were talking about Bob Ross before. Like, people come down on Bob Bob Ross. They just released on Netflix. You know? And and some people, like, come down hard on Bob Ross because of the way that he painted with oils, and he was trying to do it fast and everything like that. But Bob Ross is a genius, man, and I love love his voice, and it's beautiful stuff. To me, in the eye of the beholder, I love Bob Ross. I love you, Bob. I love you up there. So anyway, my, that's a little rant by me. Sorry. So now, now Andy, um, were you searching for an intern or Stephanie? Were you? I mean, were who found who here? Um. Well, good question. Yeah, good question. Um, we definitely I explored a lot of wedding photographers specifically because I knew that's kind of the direction I wanted to go in. Um, mm-hmm. I sent my resume all around, and Andy was the first person to call. And honestly, like the one that I was hoping would call. So um, that worked out pretty well. <laughs> and, so um, please do he share w- he, he nowadays. Gonna... I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I really never looked for an intern. Uh, but for those who are looking to intern, um, 
Now, when you when you send you you send out your resume, um, is that all digital, or do you um, send letters out? No, it's all digital. Um, we actually had that was one of the helpful classes um, we had was basically resume building and writing a cover letter and. You know, there's resources at the school that will check it over and make sure everything looks really good. Um, I wound up making mine an illustrator, and that's kind of what I sent along. Now, I know nothing mm -hmm. about illustrator, but I figured out enough to make an okay-looking <laughs> resume. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I sent that with, you know, a quick email stating what I was looking for, how many hours, um, basically everything the internship entails and when it would have to be completed by. Um, so I think I sent that out in spring. Yeah. Spring yeah. for okay. summer because yep. I knew I was going to do it in the summer. Um, mm -hmm. You know, j just a word about that. Um, I've never actually, like, seek, sought out interns or anything like that. It just so happens to be that, like, somebody at Villa somehow <laughs> knew me. And, like, yeah. and I th so you're actually my fifth intern, four of which have been from Villa. <laughs> yeah, okay. And one, I had somebody else that was just somebody who contacted me and wanted to do an internship. And, and I'll talk about that in, in just a second here. Um, but from um, my perspective, um, as far as, like, having an intern goes, or if you're a photographer that wants an intern or is considering having an intern, there's a couple things to consider. And first of all, Stephanie and I have had this open conversation, you know, actually at the first meeting when we first met. I was, you know, um, a successful internship, what I really feel like should be happening is is that it's it's really kind of like an exchange, right? So, like, Stephanie goes out and she helps me on a wedding shoot and is carrying my bags and <laughs> and running around on golf carts like we were yeah, last yeah, week, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, and... Uh, and risking her life on a golf cart, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but all that's happening, and I get the benefit of having somebody to help with that kind of stuff. But there's this exchange that should be happening, right? So I am, is on the opposite side of that, I'm an open book with how I run my business, with what my contracts look like, with what I'm charging for a wedding, you know, like mm -hmm. with, with, with um, how I'm communicating with clients, with how I'm editing photos. Like my, my business is an open book, um, you know, for Stephanie to look at and see. And so it's this exchange that should be happening. It should not just be one way where like, and by the way, it's also there's a respect thing that goes on. Mm -hmm. um, you hear a lot about like, um, people telling their interns to go get them coffee and stuff like that. Like, I don't do that because it's like you treat other people like human beings <laughs> and there's this mutual respect thing that happens. Um, mm. uh, so I feel like that that part is is really important that that we both kind of gain something yeah. from, from this experience. And that's what, I, what I've always talked about on my first meeting that I have when I have, have a, a, somebody that's interested in an internship. And the, and the other thing that I just want to mention about having an intern is that it's actually... Um, for, for you as the photographer, if we have you know full-time photographers that are listening, considering having an intern, um, it actually ends up being sometimes more work than less work. You know, so as, as much as as much as Stephanie might be helping me out on these wedding shoots and this kind of thing, sometimes um, there is. Uh, you know, there's some preparation and like things that I normally wouldn't be doing. Like yeah. today, I wouldn't have gone through some of the edits that I did, but I feel like I don't want to, I don't want to just have you totally yeah. doing, you know, these, cause she's helping, you know, she's starting some wedding edits for me and then we're looking at them and talking through them and this kind of thing. Um, but it shouldn't just be that. And I want to at least show her like, Hey, I had this, this, um, commercial, small commercial shoot with a, with a portrait session the other day and I've got to get these photos out. So this is how I'm going to edit this and we're, and I'm going a little bit out of my, the normal order that I would go through 
to make sure that that I'm, you know I'm I'm mindful of what yeah, you're doing absolutely. even even if it might seem like I'm not no you, you totally you, are you know like I try to <laughs> I try to not have you just sit there although I showed up 15 minutes late today <laughs> because because I forgot something and I had to come back but <laughs> um, right. anyway um, so there are you know advantages and disadvantages if if you're considering having you know an intern as far as that goes and it's like. Um, I've had other photographers say like, "Hey, I've seen you've had interns. Where do you get them?" And I'm just like, they just they come to me. I'm not like seeking it out because I know that yeah. it ends up being it ends up being work. And and uh, the other thing too is like, uh, some I want to talk about this too. Um, the aspect of the internship being unpaid, which this is, and I'd mm-hmm. like to have that open conversation about um, unpaid versus paid interns and that kind of thing. So Stephanie, I asked you this morning, cause I didn't even know if it was allowed, um, if, if paid internships were even possible at your college or what they thought about that. But do you want to just talk a little bit about that? And then I, w- I have some follow up things to um, mention. Yeah. Um, people do get the, um, the, uh, paid internships. I, I don't know exactly how it works. I know a lot of them are unpaid. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume if you're getting one that's paid, you're probably repeating, a job I don't know I, I just feel like it would be more somebody not as open maybe um mm-hmm. that you know you're hired to do certain work mm-hmm. and it's less um you're gonna expect to produce I mean, I'm more. assuming I, right you know but not so. necessarily yeah cause, yeah I mean who knows <laughs> right and it probably depends still on who who it is and who yeah, you get and everything exactly. like that um but I want to talk a little about this because I don't even know how much I mentioned this to you but um uh, the thing is, is that I was, I kind of, well, there's two things. I bring it back to, it ends up being more work for me. That's number yeah. one. Okay. <laughs> kind, of, kind, of like, kind of like what I was, that's okay. It's, it's worth it though to me too, because mm-hmm. I used to be a teacher and I actually kind of like, I miss teaching a little yeah. bit and it's kind I of. I feel like you have to have the mindset that you want to be able to help someone else. Yes. If, you know, if you're looking at it as more work, then it's not, the personalities aren't going to match up very well. Yeah. And is, tell me, is like Stephanie on top of her crap or, or not? Like, like hearing hearing her talk, she's just like on it, man. And that's 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 who she's going to be our competition, Neil, in our Western New York <laughs> area, like very soon. Just uh, just watch out because that's going to happen. Right. The but as far as like, so I when you student teach, when I student taught, mm-hmm. I, I, you never get paid to student teach. That's just yeah. you just don't. And so like I did that for like three months of like, and with not even the possibility. Yeah. Of having a job on the side because right now you're doing the Starbucks thing on the side. Yeah, that barista life. Yeah, Um, she's serving coffee (laughs) uh, four days a week and then driving from Buffalo to Rochester the other three. It's dedication. um, You have to kind of be. I feel like if you're not getting paid, you have to really want it. You have to really. You're going to dread it. Yes, and there's that exchange that I talked about before Mm -hmm. too. Um, I just want to mention to um, anybody else, again, to photographers who are thinking about having an intern, um, it's very important to have that conversation right off the bat, like when you first meet. Like we had the conversation about um, about it should be an yeah, exchange and about, absolutely. hey, this is an unpaid internship. This is, and you set all that stuff up yep. ahead of time so oh, that everybody knows. Right away. So everybody yeah. knows the situation going into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and, I, and one other thing that I just wanted to get back to is, um, I did have somebody contact me to do an internship that was not part of a school, um, and somebody who just wanted to like learn and said and and work with me in my business. And you got to be careful if you consider doing something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, one of the things that that you have to do if you're going to do that, and I said, you know, like I'm, 
it's going to end up being more work. Again, it's the same thing. So I mentioned him, you know, like I, I love teaching people. Um, I'm usually a pretty open book about the way that I run my business. I'm happy to have you in, but it would be an unpaid internship. And, the, and definitely, like, I got a contract together that basically said yeah. for, for, this, for this guy, his name is Braden, um, he, was an, he was an awesome intern, but he totally did it outside of school. Like yeah, 100, that's interesting. I didn't one, know if that was possible or mm-hmm. not, you know. Yeah, it is possible. Um, okay. People listening, you can, <laughs> you can contact photographers and you don't have to go through school to do one of these as long as you contact the right photographer and you get things set up in the right kind of way. But so what I'm saying is, is that if you do have a, somebody that, that contacts you, you better make sure that you do have that contract set in place and that you talk about the aspect of the unpaid internship. And there is, and you can even listeners, if you're listening, if you want to contact me for that forum, I'm happy to, to give you out what I, what I wrote up for that because you actually do need to, there's um, U.S. federal laws that basically said if it's an unpaid internship, there are certain guidelines that must be in place in order for that to happen. Um, so you have to make sure that you talk through that with your intern and look at that together. If it's not part of a school, um, if it's part of a school. Yeah, was, that was going to be one of my questions because I've never had an intern before. So I was going to ask you, Andy, uh, what's, what's, what are your responsibilities legally? And do the schools give you paperwork that you have to fill out that yes. you make sure that you're doing? And both of you have to kind of sign off on it so, so that she gets an education as, at the same time as you're getting um, – Kind of like an employee at the same time. Yes, exactly correct. Um, and and so that was the thing about when you're going through a school, it's a little bit easier because you have paperwork set in place that can show that this is an educational experience. Um, it has to be an educational experience in order for it to be legit, essentially. And um, and so that needs to be in place. I'm actually just looking up to see if I can find that my internship contract. That I only used that one time when I had had him there. Let me see if I can pull it up because this is actually kind of kind of important to the conversation. Um, okay, while you're looking for that, I do have a question for Stephanie because you oh, did sure. bring up uh, a very good point that she's going to be our uh, our um, competition. What do you call it? <laughs> our, uh, competition our competition yes um <laughs> yes <laughs> okay uh, okay so i do have a, I have, a, I have a question for stephanie while you're looking for that um that you know andy said that you're going to be our competition pretty soon and and welcome welcome to the, the competition the <laughs> welcome to the game welcome to the the world of photography the wedding photography business now when i when i entered wedding photography um and started my business there were pro- probably about 20 to 30 um, photographers in the area. Now oh, wow. we have pretty much Ever. around five to six hundred in our oh, area. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, are there any? Uh, are you scared at all about the competition, or are um, you? I try what, not what to. You, what are you thinking about it? I try not to look at it that way. Um, I feel like you're going to benefit more if you kind of network and make everybody, you know, not necessarily a friend, but you know, you want to be, be nice <laughs> mm-hmm. and respectful to others um i feel like that's you know hugely important what she just said hugely important did she just say unite uh yeah she said she basically (laughs) said she basically said we need to unite and but but totally and i actually that's true for me too right because some old school photographers would not want an intern in like having this open book like showing contracts and and having everything's open but for me from my perspective is you come and you meet me, right? Mm-hmm. And you have this you have this interview with me 
And I think in my head, wow, she's really good. She's going to be really good. This is great, right? So I have two choices. I could either say, no, yeah. I don't want you as an intern. <laughs> and then you're going to go off and probably learn what you're going to learn anyway. Yeah. Right? True. And then maybe be my competition, like <laughs> be my competition, be my competition and be, right? Or we have this experience and we're friends with each other, right? Yes. It's way more beneficial. And then maybe someday when you're working the same, at the same level that I'm working, you end up being booked. You're like, oh, I'm booked. Let me send that one over to Andy. Yeah. Right? Like, isn't that how it all works? And like, that's the way that like, you can either build up and network together or we can all, it's, you know. Yeah. Funny story. Um, yep. I definitely, I did a small bridal show um, at the Foundry and um, there's, there were like five different photographers and one of them was you know running around asking what everyone's charging and kind of being snooty and the other one I've had a really great relationship with and ironically she's in a wedding next summer and I booked it so Mm -hmm. you know things like that she can't shoot it so she sent it to me like that's how it should work absolutely yeah and I totally if I was booked send something to her so Mm -hmm. you know so unite people exactly exactly (laughs) I like Um, it okay um, listeners, I just want to remind everybody that this is Wedding Photographers Unite, and we have a hand-picked um, assortment of information that's relevant to you. But just in case you forgot, this is Wedding Photographers Unite, a bi-monthly wedding photography podcast for wedding photographers. By wedding photographers. And the show goes live every other Tuesday, most every other Tuesday. Sometimes it's daylight on Wednesday, like it will be this time. And <laughs> while we're at it, please do leave us a review in iTunes and subscribe in iTunes. Help us help you by sending in questions to info at weddingphotographersunite.com. Um, Stephanie, you had a wedding photographer's conundrum for me. I you, did, you this you, morning. You, yes, she didn't even know that it was a wedding photographer's conundrum. Or yes. maybe you did, I don't know. Um, um, well, I knew it was a problem, at least. She, she knew it was a problem. So I'm going to have you... I had my kind of thoughts on this, and I'm curious to see what Neil um, is going to think of this wedding photographer's conundrum, and then we'll talk about it. So, Stephanie, go ahead. All right, so my conundrum. I shot a wedding on this past Saturday. Um, it was me and one of my friends assisting, and... Um, my flash kept overheating, and um, batteries were dying a lot, things like that. So I was hoping I could bring in a nanny and make sure that it's working properly. Okay, so basically, basically Neil, she wasn't sure if her flash was, wor- was working okay or not, and it was overheating. Mm-hmm. And so her question was, like, is this normal? Yeah. And so what do you think, Neil? Is it normal? Well, Stephanie, what uh, what was your f-stop? Do you remember? Oh, uh, I do not remember. It varied because okay. I was switching lenses. If, if you're if, yeah, if you're uh, if you're shooting on TTL and your flashes are overheating a lot, yes, I was. Uh, that that usually means that you probably have a high f-stop. Okay. Um, and your ISO is really low, so therefore your camera wants more light. So therefore, it's sending that that information to the flash. And the flash is giving your camera more light because it, it really it really needs yeah. it. So Sounds I like a familiar I think answer. That's what Neil, <laughs> Neil, the response yeah. you gave was the exact <laughs> thing. Like, just off by a little bit, but keep going. Keep going. Oh, no, no, no. Um, uh, yeah, I'll end there. I'll let, I'll let you chime in now. No, no, no. no but, I mean, that's, that's the thing is, like, because you don't know, right? Because you were just saying, you came in yeah. this morning, you were like, hey, my flash is basically like just turning off when yeah. it's when it's done i'm like okay so let's figure out why why yeah. i mean and when was that normal or not <laughs> and so exactly Neil, what you just said was maybe i asked her i was like were you shooting in ttl and she said yes i was shooting I was, in ttl yes. and my, uh-huh. i didn't go to the f-stop thing i went somewhere uh-huh. else but it's the same exact thing right because i went to well where were you where shooting were we where were you shooting yeah. 
And she said that she was shooting in a church. And I was like, how high were the ceilings? She's like, the ceilings were really high. And I was like, was it dark? Uh And she's like, yes, it was very dark. So because it was dark, high ceilings, and possibly at the F-stop, depending on the F-stop, right? All these different things. Uh The flash was, and my exact thing that I said was just what you said. The flash was analyzing the situation, probably shooting at one-to-one, and that's probably normal. Okay. You know? Um, mm-hmm. But for for newer photographers, when you don't quite understand that, like um, that's one of the things that a lot of people. Flash is very confusing it, to, to yeah, newer photographers. Still confusing. Mm-hmm. Still gonna work on that. <laughs> um, uh, but but that's that's one of the things is that um, when the flash is working hard, it's gonna at some point overheat and shut down, and that's basically what was happening. Um, uh, but. Uh, and it also depends on how much you're shooting too. Yeah. Um, so if you're not shooting a lot, if you're shooting natural light, um, you won't have it that as much of a much of an issue. Um, yes. Uh, I think we've just got a couple couple more things here be- before Stephanie and I um, uh, get melt. yeah like basically burn melt. because yeah, we, before, <laughs> before we melt into the floor of the studio. <laughs> A la, um, a la Wizard of Oz, which is with yeah. witch at the end, because we had to turn off the AC so that the sound was a little bit better. Uh, so before we melt, uh, we've got a couple, couple more things. Um, a couple picks for you, actually. Um, I've mentioned this on the show before, but Stephanie, you were talking about some new lenses that you want to get. Yeah. And you got a lens. Which one did you get? I got the um, 135mm L2. Yeah, 135 yeah. 2.0. Um, and the reason no, that, Steph- that was well, Stephanie, what are you shooting now? What camera? Um, the five D Mark III. Okay. Yep. Um, and the reason I bring this up is because I feel like I helped. I feel like I helped. No, you saved me some money. I feel like I, <laughs> I feel like I helped save you some money yes. because I think I feel like um, you you don't really need that seventy to two hundred right now. Yeah. And that that two point oh one thirty five is like enough of a length where that lens is even cheaper for you right yeah, now too. Yeah, it is. And. And it just has that 2.0 aperture, and it's mm-hmm. like um, gorgeous. And you and I, you, so we were talking, gorgeous. yeah, like yeah. you shot a few fo- show, photos of your dogs or whatever, mm-hmm. and like they're just like the bokeh just like blurs out in the background. Oh, yeah. It's like butter. It's like right? butter. So yeah. um, very nice. I just wanted to mention that. And then um, one last um, tip, um, does it, Neil? Do you have a pick or tip of the week? I, you know what? I actually do, and it, it comes at a good time too. Um, what, my pick of the week is. Uh, um, for rechargeable batteries, um, I know I know there's a lot out there. There's a ton out there, but what I use is something that you could that can be found pretty much anywhere. I the rechargeable batteries I use is just the Energizer brand, um, and there's and there's a very good reason why I just go with the Energizer brand and not like the Eneloops. I tried the Eneloops. I you know I was I was kind of impressed, but not blown away by them. Uh, I know everybody swears by them, but the reason why I choose Energizer brand because they can be found anywhere. Okay, I don't need to make a special order for them and get them here in two to three days. I can pretty much go to Home Depot. I can go to Target. I can go to Walmart. Um, I didn't, um, and they last me about three years. I, I don't shoot full power all the time, but they give me um, enough power for a whole wedding day. And, and, and like I said, they last about three years. And the reason why I brought this up now is because um, I did have batteries that were just about that end of that three-year life term. And, um, and when I was in Alaska, I was walking through Target, and there my batteries were. I didn't have to make a special order and get next day shipping. Um, I, I bought the batteries, and I charged them right up in my hotel room, and off I went, brand new batteries. Uh, so that's my pick of the week. 
Okay. Um, and my pick is more of a tip. Uh, it's a tip of the week. And I don't, I'm going to give you like the, I could, I, here's what I want to do. I eventually want to do a video on this. I have to do a video on this because like nobody knows. So, so few people know how to do this. Um, Stephanie asked me, hey, I had a second shooter. Um, and how do I get her camera to sync up with my camera? And I feel like so many people like do not know how to do that because it is kind of confusing. I'm going to give you guys like the like the two minute version of this. That's probably not going to explain it perfectly well. Um, I do want to do like an actual video of this and put it up on YouTube because I feel like so many. And I guess it's hard to find, right? It like, is. like it's, it's hard to find. Okay, so so there's a way to do this. If you need to, for example, well, first of all, there's three ways. The first way is sync your cameras before you shoot the wedding, right? That's the easiest way. The next easiest way is to, while you're at the wedding, um, at least to find a time to sync them up later when you're in post, is to everybody, all cameras, at the same time, uh, shoot, uh, like get your phone and put it on so that there's a second um, on, the, on, the, on a clock, a clock with a second, um, the seconds showing. Uh, so, like, say it's 12.01 and 53 seconds, if everybody, it doesn't have to be at 53 seconds, but if everybody takes an image at about that time, you can then at least have that time where everybody is shooting and you can at least sync them up later. And you can say, hey, this is 12.53 and 0.02 seconds, right? Um, that's easier than the last method, which is what I had to do this morning on the, on the previous wedding that, that I shot, or one of the previous weddings that I shot. Um, and so the answer is this. This is how you do it. You have to, number one, when you import each of your cards into, by the way, this is a Lightroom conversation. We're going to, to the majority here. But as you, as you import your cards into uh, Lightroom, you have to make sure that you can separate each folder so that you can, I, what I do is I color coordinate them. So red is one of my camera bodies, yellow is another camera bodies, and green, for example, is another one of my camera bodies, right? So, or, or, or my second shooter's camera body. So once I know my cameras are okay, and usually they are because I have those synced up, I just need to make sure that that green folder of images is synced up to the red and yellow. So Lightroom is very particular, very weird, very odd, but the first, there's a few steps to this. Number one, first step is find a time that both you and your second shooter were shooting at the same time. So usually that can be the first kiss, for example, so you know... Um, everybody should be, hopefully, shooting that first kiss at the same time. That's usually the easiest. Sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't. Um, um, but if that doesn't happen, if you don't have that first kiss at the exact same moment, you can, there's other moments. Um, there's, there's moments when people, when the bride and groom are leaving the aisle or maybe when, ma, when dad is walking the bride up the aisle or at the reception when they make an entrance. There's these things that happen that both people should be shooting at the same time. Find one of those things and nail it down to the exact second so that you know. When, Stephanie, when we were looking at this image this morning, we, we, um, it was the entrance at the reception yeah. is what we used, and the groom's hand, when one of the shots... Two fingers. Two fingers. Yeah. Fist, hand, palm of the <laughs> hand. And this was all in a matter of like two seconds, all that happened. So I was like, oh, two fingers. The groom has two fingers in my photo. Mm. So then I looked to try and find a photo of the second shooter when they came in, found the two fingers. So you, it has to be the exact same time. Don't, don't try and do approximate because you'll just hate yourself later when you try and sync them up. You have to find the exact time that you both were shooting at the same time. Um, and so then once you find that, um, which there usually always is a particular time that that works, then... Uh, the next step is you have to be in library mode, not develop mode. You have to be in grid view 
not any other view. And then you have to select that one particular image of, for example, this time it's the groom with the two fingers up, and you have to then make sure that that time is exactly the same on your, on your first two camera bodies. And so you then need to go to meta, metadata, edit capture time. Oh, this is also very important. You have to, this is, Lightroom is very particular, very weird. If listeners have a different method of doing this, please let me know because I haven't heard one. Um, but you have to be in library mode, grid view. You have to select the main image as, your, as, your, as, the, as the main image that you'd like to change the time on and then select all so that everything in grid view is selected, but the one image is highlighted. And then you go to metadata, edit capture time, change the capture time to the new time, and then all of, your, all of those photos on that green camera, for example, or the green images that you've labeled before, will all exactly move and shift in time together so that they're lined up exactly with, with the other cameras oh. and everything will be in order. Um, <laughs> very nice, very nice. Uh, my, my wife and her assistant uh, recently had that problem, and I'm going through the images. I'm uploading them to the Internet right this second. I'm going to go back, do that, do that uh yeah that tip and um and so that the i'm gonna put a, up a youtube video because like nice. that took me forever to figure out but it's possible and i don't even know how i figured it out but like nobody even knows just the color coordinating yeah. is super genius and helpful yeah. when you're going through and editing you know cause... yeah and by the way with the color mm. coordinating this is why i suggest new new catalog for every new thing new shoot that you do um mm -hmm. new new wedding new catalog new, new shoot new catalog and then you can keep everything separate and your mind is safe and then you put your portfolio work all together then you know that's fine have a separate catalog for that yeah. anyway mm -hmm. that's my that's my tip that's my tip awesome i'll be using that today okay <laughs> um okay with that i think that's gonna wrap things up for the day and uh stephanie where can people find you on social media um, people can find me on Facebook or um, my website is stephaniemwardrop.com. So Spell your last name so people can find it. W-A-R-D-R-O-P. Wardrop. Just like it sounds, okay. war and drop. Okay. And then is uh, <laughs> that's all the same for like your Instagram and all that stuff too? Yeah, everything's under SMW Photography. SMW Photography. Yep. You can follow Stephanie. And Neil, where can people all find right. you? Uh, Google my name, N-E-A-L-U-R-B-A-N. Uh, mostly live on Facebook and Instagram. Yep. And I'm mostly right. on Facebook, even though I've been, my social media just sucks lately. Let me be totally <laughs> honest. But, um, but yeah, I'm somewhere sometimes posting some things sometimes. Uh, and I'm Andy Buscemi, B-U-S-C-E-M-I. Thank you so much for listening. And everybody, have an amazing couple weeks, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Wedding photographers. Invite.